Welcome to Curious Salma. I want to start by thanking you for listening and for your amazing feedback. My friends have been very kind and encouraging, so I want to give them a big shout out. If you enjoy my episodes, I would really appreciate if you rate, review, and subscribe. It would really mean a lot. My guest today is Mohamed Al-Sadiq. Mohamed is a marketing professional with over 16 years of experience. He's a family man with two beautiful daughters and is a huge fan of Real Madrid and Formula One. Hi, Mohamed. Thanks a lot for joining me. Thank you, Salma. Thank you for the opportunity overall. Um, I'm, I'm really excited for it. It's my first time to do a podcast uh, and excited to, to our discussion today. You signed up to be a guest on my podcast through Twitter, even without knowing me. And I find this so cool. I'm really interested in getting to know you and share what you're passionate about today. So let's start. I want to ask, I want to start by asking you, what are you curious about? At the moment or at this, at this stage of life, actually, I, I find myself really curious to, to get to know people, to, to get to talk to people from different backgrounds, different topics, uh, uh, different professions, understanding how people uh, think of, of their life, their day-to-day, how they manage their life. It gives you sometimes inspirations to, to do something different in your life. Mohammed, you mentioned that you studied or you graduated from Cairo University with a degree in political science, right? Yes, economics and political science, yeah. So what made you decide to work in marketing instead? Well, my major actually in the um, in, in the college was uh, uh, economics and uh, my minor was statistics. So I had nothing to do completely with political sciences. So I decided to look for something related to business. A typical graduate uh, was looking for a banking job or any simple job that can make an easy earning. However, I found uh, that time actually I got an opportunity to join uh, TNS, which is now Kantar Group. It was really exciting actually. I just made one interview. It was really one interview. I remember this t- t- till today actually with, with, my, with my manager back then. It was a Moroccan guy, a very lovely person, almost uh, the best manager I've ever had. We clicked up from the first interview and um, I just decided, yes, um, it sounds exciting. It's different, uh, different career, different things, and it can give different opportunities, actually. So you could say that by meeting this person that you vibed with, he kind of changed your life because you ended up working in a different career, right? Did you have some of these people in your life, like the kind of uh, managers or leaders who would influence you and who you'd want to work with them? That's a uh, th- that's really interesting question, actually. <laughs> I think, yes, as Yanni, as, as the part of the topic that we're discussing today which is people and how do I meet people and how I'm, I'm really interested in people I think yes one of the key things that I did not maybe realize that time about meeting this person has changed my life completely I mean if I decided or if I met a different person I could have declined the job offer, for example. Especially, it wasn't really a good pay back then. It was in 2006. Uh, it was completely lower than any banking job offer or something. However, this person changed my perspective to life. And he changed how, how do I look to the future? How do I look to my career? So, yes, of course. And afterwards, 
um, every person I worked with, whether a manager or a peer, um, I think he's he's added something to he's added something to my perspective to to my career and work, and of course my perspective to life. I mean, some managers. I mean, typically you've got bad managers and good managers across your career, but really some some of the bad managers have influenced me to work really harder to make things uh, more uh, competitive. Uh, some of the good managers I learned a lot of things inside the office and outside the office and how to manage people later later on i think yes meeting people in your career uh, can change your life and this guy for example was one of those people i really love when that happens so i consider myself lucky of course in my start of um, career this person of course he spent with me some time and he's taught me everything i know about uh, consultancy and marketing and uh, marketing research yet for example we did not spend much time together he left egypt like almost six months after we after i worked with him and after that i've had different managers of course with different influences but this guy remains special because i think he was really uh let's say decisive in my career choice that's very sweet um glad you're giving him a shout out i think the more you know yourself and the type of personality you are, how you take your energy, your creative skills, the more you know what can you do in your life, uh, what should be your career choices and all of that. Because I feel like around the world, it's a very universal issue, is that a lot of people are not working in like um, the job where they can excel, where can they can use their skills. What I'm saying is, People can excel in different roles if they are the right rules for them. And we need all of these different people. When it comes to you when you're hiring in your uh, agency, do you put all of this into account? Whenever I'm hiring for any kind of position or interviewing person for any kind of position, actually, regardless his experience, actually, I personally, I don't look a lot for what is he's having on his CV or what kind of uh, GPA he's having in his CV, or what kind of past experience he's having, and how fancy they are. He or, or she, fancy. right? Yeah, of course, of course. I mean, yeah, sorry. <laughs> of course. Uh, <laughs> At the point that it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> what, what kind of, I mean, how fancy the college they are graduated from. I just look for, for really one or a couple of things. I, I, I really... Um, and I took this advice from a manager one time, like we need to recruit for an attitude. We don't recruit for experience because regardless of the experience, if you recruited the wrong attitude person within the team, it will ruin the complete team to- together. However, if you recruited the right person with a really can-do attitude, with a really pleasant attitude, with a negotiation skills, with a, um, an or presentation skills and how how can he express himself rightly and correctly and how he engage with different cultures, different uh, backgrounds. Even if he's having like five out of 10 experience or seven out of 10 experience, he will get to learn the rest uh, and he will be a better person or a better employee um, versus the one with a 10 out of 10 experience, but his attitude on, or his engagement with others is like three out of 10. Um, so this is really crucial, actually, and believe me, it 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 made wonders and in, in, in my career actually uh, managing other other people. 
on 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 how how you know or how to differentiate or a difference between an organization people and uh, like entrepreneurs and or uh, people who's looking for as you said entertainment career and career with the really exciting uh, jobs and uh, meeting other people and uh, those kind of jobs i think for especially with the with the new with the new world of remote work you can do your own uh, experience you can do your own career actually here uh, i personally i do work in my day job is like a nine to five job uh, let's say however other uh, out of outside this job actually i do lots of other things um, i do work for some consultancy i do um, work on, on a couple of startups actually and uh, that will come to the light very very soon like we'll come we're talking about the next month or something i do work with my wife on on a on a youtube show that she manages so and these the kind these are the kind of things that i really enjoy so um i do the things that i enjoy just for my uh self-satisfaction thing but the nine to five job remains is the main like uh the main money maker for my, for me to, to be honest at the moment What's your wife's show about? She's uh, working. It's not life yet, actually, but she's working to make a couple of shows on profit tales and, uh, of course, simple cooking uh, tricks and fashion. Oh, nice. Does she have a name in mind? Not yet. <laughs> she's not working. <laughs> Still working on it. Oh, I was, go- I was going to promote it. <laughs> Tell her the best of luck uh, for, for her project. Thank you, Samna. Thank you so much. Mohammed, what is the most important lesson you've learned over your career? I think the most important thing, which is a complaint that I find from a lot from either the new generation or even my uh, younger relatives in the family, the people, they complain a lot about their manager or they complain a lot about their company. I mean, you have to make your own your own path. You have to make your own uh, achievements and your own legacy. Um, there is no single world, or we're not in the utopia, where you will have always good managers or perfect managers mentoring you and coaching you and teaching you everything. Um, I mean, come on, we're in, in, in the real world, like out of 100 person or persons, you will find only five people really with a good attitude or a good uh, values. So you have to face it. I mean, you don't work for your manager. You work for your career. You have to achieve your uh, objectives and your manager will not be there forever. Okay, he will be changed or he will leave for other better jobs or something. But you have to make your own legacy. You don't need to keep the conflict on all, all the way. You have to make your own let's say, uh, truth with your bad manager, for example, and you have to maximize the benefit that you get from your good manager. Uh, Let him mentor you, let him coach you for the best career advices uh, or coach you for uh, the next role that you are about to take. So this is actually, I think, is the most is the most uh, valuable advice that I I, I can give to younger generation, especially who's starting their career like less than five years of experience or something great advice what's your favorite productivity hack 
um, my email is always zero, uh, zero hundred emails. Okay. So I manage things always on, on, on time. Like, um, I don't leave my email to reach 10, 20, 100 emails. Um, I make sure that I read my emails on time as soon as they arrive, if I can, or uh, like, this is really important because I, I do not like people who keep their emails, I mean, full of 100 emails, and then you start reminding them with emails, start reminding them with phone calls, with messages. So, I mean... I do the same, actually. I got that tip from a manager, an ex-manager of mine, and it's been useful. For me, I I honestly get stressed out when I see someone's email was like 400 emails, 100. I'm like, <laughs> this is really stressful. <laughs> So something else actually is is the uh, for example for me I keep all my to do list on um, digital devices so I don't lose the papers or I don't uh, I don't forget my notebook somewhere just put them on the notes on my computer or my phone so at least it reminds me every now and then on on the deadlines not to miss the deadlines. Great, great advice, Mohammed. Thank you. Outside your hectic schedule with work and with your family, how do you spend your time, your leisure time. I understand you're a huge fan of Real Madrid and Formula One, right? Yes, exactly. Usually Saturday, Sundays, um, I spend some time watching the uh, Premier League and, of course, the uh, important foot games. Every two weeks, there is a race for uh, for Formula that happens somewhere. So I do follow up this uh, closely. This is the, the things that I really enjoy a lot during my leisure time. I do work, uh, sorry, I do workouts. Uh, every almost uh, every other day just to at least keep keep my body fresh and fit to a certain extent and in the weekend um, I practice uh, tennis with my kids not because I'm a big fan of tennis but to push them actually to practice so I enforce them <laughs> to to practice That's really at least. sweet it's <laughs> yeah, a very sweet you. activity to do together yeah actually uh, they like the game itself uh, so we got them a coach to to train them. However, you know, as typical kids, sometimes they get bored. They're not really excited to, to go to the training session. So uh, I started to go with them closely. So at least to push them that we're going together. Let's enjoy it, have fun, and uh, enjoy the hour of the session together. So, yeah. Yeah, doing stuff together is, is really cute, honestly. I wish I had that when I was a kid. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not sure if in your in your world you receive these sorts of compliment that changes your life, but like I want you to share with me what is the best compliment you've ever received. Listen, the I I really enjoy when I hear good compliment from other teams on on my team's work uh, in, in in the company or on in the organizations I work on. However, I cannot forget this. I I mean, like two years ago or something, I decided me and my wife to organized the uh, birthdays of my daughters on the same day. And they are born in June and July consecutively. So we decided to make it uh, like one birthday party. And I like I, I took two days off from from work just to organize things. And my wife, she, she does the handcrafts herself. So I was trying to help. And that day we had the party at our house and we invited all their friends from the school. And then I took them out for the cinema and then I took them out for the theme park. And then for a dinner for 
just both of them with my wife together. And then at the end of the day, my youngest daughter, she just told me with like, she looked me in the eyes and she told me, dad, you're the best dad I could ever had. I mean, she, I mean, she just, she changed my my whole day. It wasn't really exhausting day at this moment. I mean, this is the best ever compliment I've ever had. I mean, having a compliment from your kids is really something worthy. That just puts the the biggest smile on my face. This is really heartwarming <laughs> and sweet. Uh, Thank how you so much. how did how did you meet your wife, Mohammed? Well, we used to, I mean, we used to live in the same actually neighborhood. Uh, so we know each other since we were kids. And uh, she, she used to go, to go to the same school actually with my sister. But then I went to my own way of life and she did as well. And then uh, we met at uh, a jewelry shop, actually. Um, it, it was my dad shop actually. So she was coming to purchase something and I was there by coincidence. So we got to chit chat and then we agreed to uh, to meet and then the spark uh, started. That's sweet. You had a meet cute. You know that Thank part you. in the movies when two people pump into each other and... Yeah. I mean, before before that meeting, I haven't seen her for almost like 10 years, almost. And then we met and then that was in 2008. And then it took us almost a year until we got married. We, we got married in 2009. Yeah. So you've been married for like, um, I suck at math, 12 13, years. <laughs> 13, 13 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And the coming in the coming July, we're uh, celebrating our thirteenth uh, anniversary. Sweet. So, so you you have do you have tips or advice for single people out there, or even like people who are in relationships on what makes a relationship healthy and successful? <laughs> well, I'm 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 not really a perfect husband, and of course, I'm 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 making lots of mistakes uh, across the whole year, a whole relationship yet the most important thing actually that uh, my wife and, and I we have deep inside that no matter what uh, we're gonna be together I mean no matter what happened no matter the the we're what we're fighting about um, we've been through a lot we've been through really crisis and we've been through um, 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 I mean I would say catastrophes actually uh, seriously. We, we broke a couple of times during the 13 years we've been married together. Really broke. We really broke together. Uh, like we had completely no money to pay for the school a couple of times. However, we know deep inside, uh, like we're here together. We're going to pass everything. Even if we're not talking to each other for a couple of days, even if we are fighting, even if we're doing anything that we don't like, uh, we have to make it up. You're, you're there for each other. Exactly. Yeah. You have we we will make it together, and I mean actually, and you have to consider this even if you are having kids as well, because you've got additional responsibility. So if you're married, okay, you get responsibility. You have to respect each other, even if you're fighting about few things because you're still getting to used to each other's nature. However, if you're having kids, that's a complete additional responsibility because you have to raise them up to be really good citizens, as we say. I honestly love the advice that you just shared being there for each other uh, thank you so much for sharing thank you sir Muhammad, what are you excited about in the future like what makes you wake up in the morning and say today is a good day i'm going to do this what excites me actually is the 
I'm I'm still working to my to make my legacy. I mean, I, yes, I've been working in in typical day jobs, but I haven't yet made the thing that I'm really satisfied of, and I'm I'm really proud that I've done this X Y and Z. Yes, I have lots of pride moment in my career that I'm I'm really proud of achieve of those achievements, and um, I celebrated those achievements whether with my team or my family. However, I'm still working to make uh, the thing that will be um, like, this is the pride moment, the pride moment of my life, not only my career. Give us one example of something you're proud of. It's a bragging spot. You, you earned it. You can brag about something you're proud of. Well, um, I'm, uh, I'm a Guinness World Record holder, <laughs> for example. I've earned uh, a Guinness World Record uh, trophy for for the company I used to work for. Uh, we flew over uh, 2,000 drones. Uh, it was in Dubai, actually, the event. And we've, um, we uh, formed 13 consecutive shapes uh, in the sky with those 2,000 drones. Um, so that was a Guinness World Record by then, in terms of the number of shapes and the timing. That's one of the really good moments I achieved. It was something unique unique and uh, was something I really liked. It was different. Something I'm really proud of, for example, I uh, I did a startup before. It was a tech startup. It was a VR park. Um, so it's a theme park that is completely based on VR gaming. That's in Saudi Arabia. And I'm working on something else actually at the moment that should be out in, in, out to the audience in, in, in a month or two. That I would, this, this will make uh, a major difference actually this could be a, a, a huge legacy or a huge failure i don't know i hope it's gonna be a huge legacy are you more excited than anxious or anxious than excited about that no i usually um i usually excited um i'm 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 always thinking opportunities i'm not thinking barriers uh and this is one always um one advice that i always give to my team or to my colleagues like Always think of opportunities, do not think barriers. If you're thinking barriers, you're putting limitation for yourself. If you're thinking opportunities, you are creating uh, the success way for yourself. This is the thing that... I, so I'm, I'm, I'm usually excited person for a new project uh, rather than being anxious, anxious and... Um, and afraid and uh, worried. That's that's the winning attitude. That's very inspiring. Thank you. Mohammed, I have a segment I'm trying to keep in my show, which is everyone should stop blank. Stop making stupid people famous. <laughs> well, I, I doubt people will listen to you because this has been since the beginning of time, I guess. <laughs> it's not going to go away, <laughs> but it's a good tip. <laughs> yeah. Mohammed, where can listeners find you online? I'm, I'm available on Twitter all the time. Actually, uh, I'm active on LinkedIn as well. I will add it in the edit in the notes for the podcast. Thank you. Thanks a lot for taking the time. I enjoyed our conversation. Uh, there are a couple of inspiring things that you told me. You seem very passionate about your career and that you've worked hard for it. So I really wish you all the success and also for your wife's uh, YouTube show. Thank you. Thank you so much, Selma. Um, I really enjoyed actually the conversation. It was uh, easier than expected. My first time to do such a podcast. And um, I think uh, you're, you're doing something unique. And uh, I wish you all the success actually to have your uh, podcast spread all over the Middle East. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Probably, uh, hopefully won't be the last. Yeah, of course. Yes. Anytime, just uh, buzz me. <laughs>